Hey guys, Carson Kane here. Today we got some interesting subjects. Let's talk about them. So uh, first up on the list, we have, um, obviously I think we've, we've touched about it a little bit on past episodes, but uh, the new Samsung Galaxy Fold is, is supposed to come out April 26th, but our um, tech YouTubers and you know, just, you know reviewers slash journalists are getting their hands on them early and they're already breaking. So I mean, I I mean that's obviously probably not a very good thing to have. Um, so Carson, um, what what do you think? Well, so uh, it's just an underdeveloped idea in my opinion. And honestly, their Samsung's getting a little ahead of themselves on this. People have taken their Samsung Galaxy folds apart and. They just say they look messy on the inside, and then they're not, they don't all look the same, which is a little weird. They, and then the, the, they don't have a crease, so like, it's hard to, I, I can't even tell how they fold, but whatever it is, it's breaking, and yeah. Oh, jeez. Like, most of them are breaking. Of, of course they are. I mean, of course, of course they are, you know? I mean, yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, Joseph, I think Joseph Farby, he was a guest that we had on the show back in season one. He said at best, it was basically just a binder, is in, in his words. Yep, it was, a binder it, with a, a phone stapled to both sides. Yep, and it's, they're charging, they're charging two grand for it. Samsung is officially charging two grand for the Samsung folding phone, which is... You know, people thought that, you know, when the iPhone 10 came out and the Galaxy S9s, when that was a thing, they thought that those were expensive for $1,000. Well, try $2,000. Yeah. That's a yeah. used car. That is a used car. Yeah. How much How much RAM do they have? Do they have, a, do they have good specs even? I completely forgot. I don't know the RAM. I think it's... I think the RAM is either six or eight gigabytes which is not bad for a phone it's just like you said the ideal is you know it's underdeveloped you know a samsung needs to focus on their you know the manufacturing process yeah you know um it looks like let's see it's 12 gigabytes of memory oh that's pretty good that's actually really, that's a lot for a phone. Yeah, that is. And then, of course, they're coming out with an LTE model and a 4G model when 4G is ready to go. Don't trust, um, don't trust what, uh, carriers are saying with, oh yeah, we got 4G. So far, um, Verizon is the only one with tested 4G speed. So, just watch out for everybody else because 5G is not on the other carriers except... For Verizon. So now that we already got out of the way, you think okay, Carson. You think that the um that the uh the Galaxy Fold has um has a lot of power? Well oh my oh this is incredible. So does the PS5. So for all okay, so there's been obviously I think everyone knows like oh Xbox is better is better or oh PlayStation is better. Well, um, until Xbox releases specs for their next generation console, 
PlayStation 5 can power 8K TVs slash monitors. It has ray tracing support. It's gonna have SSDs and it's gonna have PS4 back backwards compatibility. Oh, awesome. So you can play all your PS4 games on the PS5, which is awesome. Only they're gonna be better because you know the new graphics. Yeah, that it, it disappointed me when the PS4 came out and didn't have backwards compatibility. Considering the um the PS3 did, like you could rip out a PS1 game, put it in your PS3, and as far as I know, it will actually run. Yeah, exactly. That's the one nice thing about the um the Xbox One, because you know you get that backwards compatibility with the 360 and the original yeah. Xbox. But um anyway, back to the PlayStation 5. Um, this thing is a beast. So Xbox One and the current gen um, PlayStation 5 is based off of the Jaguar AMD architecture CPUs. And but and and it what Xboxes don't have in PlayStation so that don't have dedicated graphics cards. They have um, APUs, which is a CPU and a GPU mixed together. But apparently the PlayStation 5 is going to have a Ryzen-powered CPU and a custom GPU based on AMD's Radeonis hardware. So, we're gonna get ray tracing! And a result of that is uh, 8K graphics. 8K, not 4K, which some people don't have, a lot of people don't have. Not 5K, which only a few people have. Nope, 8K. 8K, 8K. And then it also has 3D audio, which uh, basically means more immersive. It's sort of like 7.1 in 7.1 surround sound. It's sort of like that, only they're calling it 3D, which is weird. But, Sounds uh, cool, <laughs> I know. And it, it, it only takes, it only takes, um, let's see here. According to The Verge, it only takes um, 8.1 seconds to load a dev kit on the PS5 compared to 15 on the P- PS4. Jeez. Yeah, this thing is a beast. And of course, you know, it'll be backwards compatible with the uh, PlayStation 4 games. Oh, is it backwards compatible with PS3 games? I don't think so, because the PlayStation 3 and the PS5 and even the PS4 have different architecture. So, um, so, and, you know, and while in, you know, I think it's a good choice that Sony is sticking with AMD for this stuff. Because, you know, it's the same architecture, which means backwards compatible games, which is obviously more powerful. Yeah. So, I it's mean. It's nice, though. Yeah, that's gonna be cool. And they won't, um... Now, Sony has not confirmed this, but there is plans for a next-generation PlayStation VR headset to come out with the PS5, but we're not... I don't know. They're not talking about it much. But they think that they can launch the PS5 next-generation consoles as early as 2020. Oh, that's that's not too far away, actually. No, it's not. And then, of course, Microsoft is rumored to... uh announced their next generation console um, at E3, the gaming event this summer, which is gonna be awesome because hopefully Microsoft is gonna be having specs that are similar or better than the um, the PS5. We'll just have to wait and see because Microsoft is not not telling us anything. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I know. 
So speaking of not telling you things, Instagram is considering hiding like the like count on your posts. So yeah, um, I'm not sure if this is a good thing or a bad thing, but the developers over at Instagram are considering hiding the like count, which that which just they're just gonna hide it to like people who are viewing your post. If you're the owner of the post, you'll still get to see the like count and stuff. But that way, like, people won't judge you based on how many likes you get or anything. But you personally will know who liked your post and how many likes you got. Yeah. Well, that's 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 good. I mean, at least, at least you can see. I just hope... And I know Instagram hasn't tested this feature out, which is great because, you know... I, I don't know. I don't I don't like that idea. Yeah. I mean, a, well, maybe maybe you get a like change the settings yourself and you get to choose if you want a like count on your post or I think I think their reasoning behind it is uh you know like it takes more time and focus on the quality of the picture than Exactly. Then, you know, like, uh, you know, just, like, scrolling through, saying that your friend posted something and liking it. Yeah, they, they want th- you to, yeah, they want you to, um, to, like, focus more on the person's, the user's gallery versus, like, um, focusing more on, like, how popular this user is and Yeah, stuff. exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure. I don't know. It's a weird thing. I hope it doesn't. It doesn't. I don't know. I hope it. I hope it never works. That's what I think. It should never be tested. Yeah. But that's I mean, that's just my opinion. Instagram has been around for a while. I don't think they they're gonna take take it down. You know. Exactly. But it, uh, it's they're experimenting with it. Yeah, which is nice. It's nice to see yeah. some new stuff. That's that's for sure. Uh, speaking of new stuff, uh, we have a Discord, um, and the Discord, let me pull it up right here, is just a Hello World podcast, so you guys should join, because we have, um, chat time as a voice and text channel, so you guys can chat, we, we don't know this yet, we don't know, but maybe, like, you know, like, halfway through the week or something, we can all get on to the Discord and chat about future tech updates and events and discuss things. And you guys can give us feedback, you know, stuff. Or you want to arrange yeah. personal sponsorships with us. It's a great place to. It's a great place to do that. So if if you haven't already joined, the Hello World Discord is officially up, running. It's good to go. So if you know, it'd be a great thing. We have a channel on there called Chat Time. Like I said. And you guys get to chat with your boys, Carson and Caden, and discuss, you know, future tech and, yeah. of course, sponsorships. So uh, that's feedback, a- whatever. Exactly. That would be really awesome. So if you guys would totally, or at least check it out anyway, please do that. It's a, you know, it's a public, it's a public server. Uh, so there you go. So anyway, that was just a quick, a quick personal plug for our, our Discord. Next is uh well media some media has been banned in india well it's it we all know um the pewdiepie versus t-series battle it's kind of 
it's kind of a dead meme at this point. Everyone is tuning out of it. It's not, it's, it's still kind of going, but like people just don't care anymore. It's, it's just getting old. But anyway, India thought it was getting really old because they decided to block, um, PewDiePie's, uh, music videos in India because they found them offensive. And I'm not sure. But I mean, the, the videos were jokes. I mean, yeah. I mean, like, it wasn't, like, I mean, the videos aren't racist or anything like that. It's just, I think Indian just got butt hurt. Yeah, and, and then also, just more recently, India also banned TikTok. <laughs> okay, well, that's good. That's good. Okay. India, <laughs> you've, you've sort of redeemed yourself. Yeah. <laughs> good, good job, India. Please, just... Oh god, TikTok. If for anyone who's listening is on TikTok, please stop. Unless you're like, unless you're actually like passionate about it and you like do like good videos. I have or you nothing. Make a- memes. Exactly. I have nothing against you if you make memes, have good quality content, and you're not a furry. That's do it you know, for the memes. Do it for the memes. So um, yeah. I have nothing against TikTok if you're, you know, one of those things, and you're not a furry. But, uh, and, you know, some more Asia-related news. Um, people think that Foxconn's CEO slash, you know, the the manufacturer for all of Apple products, they, uh, the uh, CEO was maybe, possibly, we don't know this yet, possibly leaked iPhone 11. And we do this because he was he he wants to run in the 2020 uh, election there for something, and he was reading it off of a device that looked like an iPhone 10s, but the camera bump was bigger and the proportions were off. So that's people think that it might be an iPhone 11 prototype, but we are not sure. But- oh, so there's there's so oh that's interesting. Yeah, so we don't know. He might have just did a really big oopsie and possibly just leaked the next generation of iPhones. Or it was an existing iPhone and just video kind of screwed up the appearance. Yeah. We don't know that. But people like on like all over Reddit and Instagram, like people are like, oh my god, it has to be iPhone 11. It has to be. But we don't know that. We don't, we don't know. So, uh... So, I don't, I, I don't know. And of course, like, there's a ton of renders, leaks, rumors, mock-ups, whatever. That go through, an, you know, a, the lifespan of an item. But, you know, that's iPhone 11 confirmed? Question mark? Maybe. Maybe. It's hard to, it's hard to tell. Exactly. Alright, so, um, and more exciting news. Toyota... Because me, Carson, me and Carson are gonna be the SUV gang. One day we'll be Toyota gang. Uh, they plan 12 redesigns of their lineup in the next three years. Yeah. Um. Toyota has fairly good taste. I mean, I've I've been disappointed in some of their models before. Like, not sure how I feel about the new Highlanders and stuff. Did yeah. you see the? Did you see the new 2020 redesign? The 20, 
the 2020 Highlanders, they look better than, like, the recent ones, but I'm still not quite sure. I'm not, I'm not used to this new look they're giving all their vehicles. Yeah, uh, that is true. I'm waiting for a redesign on the Forerunner. That's something we haven't really gotten a full redesign of. Yeah. And also, like, I like the I like the new Rav Fours. Yeah, I do too. The new Rav Fours look awesome. My they grandma more... might do one. Yeah, Shut they look. Sh- oh, sorry. <laughs> go, go ahead, go, go ahead, Carson. They kind of have like the grill of a um a Tacoma almost. Yeah, they do. They do. I like it. My grandma might get one. Shout out to you, Grandma, if you're listening. <laughs> yep. You might be. You tell me you do. It's a nice car. It is a nice car. You should pull the trigger when you can. Um, <laughs> s- speaking of something that you probably shouldn't pull the trigger of, though, Microsoft just released their uh, Surface Hub 2. Now, for you people who don't know what the Hub is, it was a f- sort of like a failed TV project that Microsoft had. Only two of them were ever made. And Dead Mouse, you know the, you know the the DJ techno dude. Yeah. He has one, but it's back um, for a price tag of nine thousand dollars base. It comes in uh, fifty or eighty inch sizes. It's rocking at a, um, an Intel eighth generation Core i5, off of base, uh, three way speakers, eight gigabytes of DDR4 RAM, and it weighs sixty four pounds. Oh, so you can either, um, you could either get this, uh, TV slash computer, or an, an old car. Not even that old of a car, maybe a 10-year-old car you could get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I mean, yeah, 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 exactly. And, uh, they, it, it, of course it runs when the latest version of Windows 10, but Microsoft sort of redid, redid it, so, like, mo- everything is mostly based off of tests touch and um iris sensors now and that's how you navigate the interface is just with your fingers and it's meant from like you know for like conference room calls you know like yeah um, you know for graphic designers it's meant for that but oh geez nine thousand dollars and that's the base price that's the base that's the base price oh no i know oh it pains me so, I mean, it's not know. affordable. That's that's for sure. Yeah, I know. That's that's for sure. Carson, do you have something that's up next that's affordable for us? We need some. Oh uh, well, some affordable news. Yeah, it's some affordable news. Well, here on this podcast, if you listen to us at all in season one, um, we are fairly interested in uh, the Raspberry Pi lineup, and it's a it's a it's like a small really affordable pc that you can get for about 40 dollars it's more for like experimentation and like learning the code maybe for um like your first computer or whatever it'd work good but anyway we've been interested in that and um we still haven't heard news on the raspberry pi 4 which was actually set to release like like there's been like leaks and stuff or like yeah just like leaks that were released like 
2017 or 2016 and it was set to release early this year we don't have anything so far nothing at all but um they're they're trying to keep us uh tuned so what they they brought to us um just recently was a keyboard in a mouse which pretty much i think just has the raspberry pi logo on it mm. so mm. well i mean considering that the raspberry pi is you know about 40 30 to 40 bucks i mean you can get find it for like 30 dollars on amazon without the case and stuff but uh for you new viewers who don't know what a raspberry pi is or listeners i should say uh it's basically it's carson sort of touched on it it's a small computer that you know you, you use to tinker around with i, I know people you know stuff like that i mean people can make robots out of them and, it's, and it runs linux it runs a version of linux so you know it has that open source coding functionality you know so well, that's the thing about the raspberry pi is you can just do whatever you want with it i ran windows 10 on it granted it was like the worst version of windows 10 out there but it ran it ran windows 10 all right yeah i mean i couldn't connect to the internet or anything without oh, no. um, me oh, having no. to buy 40 dollars worth of hardware <laughs> is it like was it a driver issue or do you have to like buy like like a ton of like hardware adapters and stuff no yeah it only works with um wi-fi adapters which oh, i actually no. have because I have this really old PC that only can connect to the Wi-Fi with a wireless adapter. But it didn't work with it. Which is a little strange. It is a little strange. Yeah. Uh, another thing that is a little strange is, um... Well, uh, let's see. Apple? Apple's phone, you know. So, okay, we've all been in that... Okay, fellow I, Apple users out there... We've all been in that situation where we've lost one of our devices, and we're like, "Oh, well, that's probably not good." Um, you know, let's find the, you know, watch up to find my iPhone app. Anyway, but as far as you know, up to this point, find my iPhone has only been able to find other Apple devices. Well, no more Apple's finally lifting off the chains, and it will now be able to track non-Apple devices. Uh, we're not sure. I know, so you can find your PC if that ever goes missing. <laughs> oh, I lost my desktop. Uh, <laughs> oh man, not my refrigerator. <laughs> so, uh, was it Tyrone? Might have been Tyrone. Uh, but anyway, it um. So yeah, that's gonna be something you know, they can track non-Apple devices, and hopefully this will be coming when iOS 13 drops this fall. Either in September or November. So, you know, that's going to be cool. But they're going to be announcing it at WWDC in um, either June or July. And we're going to be covering that. We'll probably, we'll probably, it'll be, it'll probably be like an hour long episode. It'll be, a spe- it'll be like a special thing. So, stay tuned for that when that launches. I mean, it's still a couple months away. But we'll, we'll cover it. Um, and another thing. Oh, go ahead, Carson. Sorry. No, no, no. I, I completely... I was just... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. Uh, the Google... So, okay. So, everyone knows that there's basically three types of uh, smart assistants out there. There's Siri, Alexa, and Google Assistant. 
Now, Google Assistant is my personal favorite just because of how natural it is to talk to your device and now how smart how smart it is. Um, now you can connect your Google Assistant uh, to your Philips Hue light strips or light bulbs, and you can, there's now a setting that you can go in and change so it can wake you up gently by just you know by again gently um, brightening up the, the lights. Until you wake up. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. I guess, because I, I mean, sci- I mean, scientists have found that way to keep waking up suddenly from an alarm is bad for your health because it's stress. Um. So I guess this is another, this is another, um, another thing that you can wake up to. Yeah. And, yeah. It. W- okay. We're just gonna take a quick break here and give a shout out to our. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break, and I'm just gonna give a shout out to our non-American listeners. So, for example, all two percent of you in Canada, we love you. Uh, looks like there's one in Quebec, and there's one. Oh, oh no, I just lost the page. Oh no. There's there's one of you in Quebec, and the other one. Let's see here. Was in Ontario. So thank you. To all of our can- Canadian friends up there, um, you know we're not gonna get political. I kind of want to get political right now, but we're not. Um, we also want to say thank you to two percent of you in Australia. So I just want to say um, those people in New South Wales and in Victoria, shout out to you if you're still listening to our podcast. We love you, and it's everyone in Hong Kong, Norway, Taiwan, the UK, um, Austria, Russia, Italy, and China. Sweden, Mexico, South Korea, and Spain. We all love you. And even if you're not from the... If this is your first episode that you're listening to, then we love your country too. And now, we're going to take a quick break and listen to our sponsor. And I I don't know who the sponsor is, but we're just going to... uh, We're just going to cue it. So, uh, here here we go. It's sponsor time, baby. Alright, we are back with now okay, so that was we wrapped up tech news. That was the wrap of tech news. Now it's tech tips time. So alright, yes. so, tech tips. So now yeah. So now on the iPhone side of things, uh, I would just like to give a per- I'd just like to uh, talk about the Siri shortcuts app. Now if you just now um, go into the app store, search up shortcuts. It has two tiles. One of them is pink, and the other one is uh, is blue. That's what it looks like. Open that up, and it's a bit confusing at first. And we're gonna go in depth on this in a in a later episode. But for example, and I'll, and I'll post this on Instagram too if I ha- if I can remember it. I'll I'll help you guys out. You can calculate. Um, for example, you can set it so Siri can, you know, you're like, hey Siri. Um, set my, you know, brush teeth timer or airdrop screenshot automatically or convert a burst photos into GIFs, log my water, calculate tips, you know, all of that sort of stuff. And then another cool thing that you can do is if you have a Tesla, you can hook it up to this, the Siri app and you can say, hey Siri, back me up and I'll back up the Tesla for you if you're in a tight space. So it, it, 
As you can see, it's incredibly useful, it's incredibly versatile, and you can use it to unlock secret features within Siri and your iPhone and different apps. Because I have one set up for, for, um, for my, uh, my, my Dexcom G6 sensor for my blood sugar. And he's like, hey Siri, it's my glucose. And I'll tell, and I'll tell me, it just pulled, it pulled it up right now. I'm at 96, so there, there you go. That's cool. That's awesome. I know. So, all right, Carson. Well, that was uh, that was the uh, the iPhone side of things. Let's go to the dark side with the Droid. The Android tech tips. All right. Okay. So, uh, I am running out of tech tips. I'm gonna be completely honest here. I might just go through them because I know not everyone listens to every episode of the podcast and that's okay we like that if you guys would listen to them all but you know whatever works for you yeah whatever you want to do but (laughs) anyway so today's tech tip is um your lock screen um in your lock screen well that's not really a tech tip but um having like a password or something some sort of security setup on your lock screen is pretty smart. I know people that don't have like a password or anything, and you know, you do you. But I wanna I wanna keep everything on my phone safe, so I I set up some security on the lock screen. And there's several ways you can do this. Um, you can use a pin, which you just type in the number, or you could do a password. I prefer the pin most of all, but I've use the password and then there's also the drawing and there's you literally just draw whatever you want on the screen and then you just draw like a similar design or for that matter the same design to get back into your phone mm-hmm. it's pretty useful and it's it's just interesting yeah I wish I could does iPhone not have the I wish the I could do that. Configuration drawing, I think, is what it is. Cause you don't, you don't, you can't just draw whatever you want. There's like little, it's like dot to dot. It's hard to explain. Yeah. I that's cool. I wish my phone could do that. Um, yeah, yeah that's pretty yeah. cool. Um, <coughs> that's another, that's another reason why Android may just be better than iOS. But that we should do, you know, of course, we should do an entire episode. Like a special episode where we yeah, just com- we'll just compare our phones and between us we decide a clear winner. Yeah, that would that, be really cool. That would be really cool actually. We should do that. Uh, that's going to be an idea. That's an I- that's an idea. We're going to do then that. We, we um, have a Windows phone user too. Oh, oh wait, we do? No, I mean we, we should get a guest who uses a Windows phone. <laughs> Wait, wait. Oh, oh. <laughs> I think we do have a guest. I think we do have a person who listens to us on um, on a Windows phone, possibly. Oh. I'm on the uh, I'm am l- looking at the, the the listening platforms, and I'm, I'm I clicked on devices to see. Seventy five percent of our listeners listen on iPhones. Four percent Android. Seven percent oh. uh, um, iPad. Other twelve percent and Windows two percent. So Windows well, oh, that phone. That could mean mobile or desk PC, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure I've listened. 
to so, our own podcast on my laptop before. That might oh, be me. Fair enough. I'm but sorry. Just in case, but I've only you... done it like once or twice though. So, so. If, yeah. Mm. I can't I can't click to see if it is desktop or mobile, but if anyone out there is listening to us on a Windows phone, you are a brave soul. You're, you're brave. But now, yep. it's time for top three apps. We'll do top five, but we're kind of running out of time, so we're going to do top three. Number one, we have GIF Lab. It's three bucks on the App Store. It converts photos into GIFs, then you can upload it to Instagram, or GIFs into videos, so you can upload it to Instagram. You got Shortcuts, which I mentioned in Tech Tips, and you got Instagram's Boomerang. Basically, you take a short video, and it plays it, and then it then it uh, plays it back. Basically, it's over and over again. And the, the top three apps, two two of them are two of them are free, and one of them is three bucks. You check them out. And now, Carson, is the concluding segment of this episode, meme time. Oh, meme talks, meme time, meme talks. Yes. Okay. Well, um, I think we should explain this one together this week because last week it's a little bit of a. A mess, let's just say. A mess. But so, what, what meme do we have this week, Kaden? All right. What meme well, for this week. All right. First of all, well, the overall subject of this week's meme talk is the black hole. So, if anyone who has been on the internet in the past week or so has seen that scientists have put all of their effort into capturing a black hole, which they've been trying to do for about you know, the past 30 years, and people are like, "Huh, let's turn that into a meme." So, that's what we are. First meme is Peter Parker from Spider-Man taking off his glasses. And there's a picture of the black hole. And then he's putting his glasses back on. And there's a picture of the (laughs) Xbox 360's red ring of death. Which is practically (laughs) practically the same thing. So, I mean, who knows? It's practically the same thing, though. Okay, guys, I don't, I don't want to spook you guys out or anything, but I made a major realization. I mean, several other people have definitely made this realization, but it's just mind-blowing. But okay, so if you look up the distance of that black hole from Earth, it's 55 million years, light years. So, um, that's a long ways away, but, um, that means... That picture is what the black hole looked like 55 million years ago. Oh, jeez. Spooky. That is, that is scared. Scared? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that, that is a shocking realization, but not as shocking as black hole Karen. Black hole Karen exists. Now... If you're for those who are Katie, Katie, sorry, Karen is the anti-vax mom. Uh, Katie is the person, first name of the person who discovered this black hole. And, um, you know, first of all, shout out to Katie for, you know, uh, you know, taking the time and using her brain to find out how a way to take a picture of this thing. But, um, yeah, her work has officially, and her name has officially been turned into a meme. So you can thank Reddit for that. <laughs> you know, also things that come up are Black Hole Revenge, and Black Hole Meme, Black Hole Explained, 
and black hole size. So obviously, I I, I don't think that uh, I think that I think that uh, Red is not only interested in Katie, but also they're actually they actually are looking up the black hole's actual facts to turn them into a meme somehow. Uh, I, I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna call it there. Yep. Well, but, uh, guys. That was that was the second episode of the Hello World podcast on the second season. Again, follow us on Instagram at hello underscore world or hello world underscore podcast. Um, join our Discord at hello world podcast and join because you know we got chat time on there. Chat with us. You know that'd be great. Please join. We'd love to get some feedback. Give us feedback exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, and you know, expect um, around May 16th for the eighth. We're gonna we're still revamping our setup, and you know, I mean, like right now I'm recording on my MacBook with you know GarageBand instead of my Mac Pro with Audacity. So we're gonna see if there's a change in slight audio quality. We don't know, but uh, you know, that's gonna wrap it up here, guys. So I I appreciate it, and uh, stay snazzy. This is Caden Carson signing off.